When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com. Welcome to the Padres Postgame Show on the Padres Radio Network. Coming up, we'll deliver a full recap of today's game with highlights. Plus, we'll take you down to the manager's office to hear from Bob Melvin. And we'll give you an update on scores from around Major League Baseball. The Padres Postgame Show starts now on the Padres Radio Network. Josh Hader comes set at the belt. Here's the pitch. And a swing and a miss. Josh Hader strikes out Manuel Margot as the Padres shut out the mighty Tampa Bay Rays. Two to nothing here this afternoon at Petco Park. A 17 strikeout performance by Blake Snell, Stephen Wilson, Nick Martinez, and Josh Hader as the Padres even the series and set up a rubber game here tomorrow afternoon. One of the most impressive wins of 2023 for this Padre team. We are live here at Petco Park after the Padres 2-0 win against the Tampa Bay Rays. Sam Levitt with you on our post-game coverage from inside the lofts here at the Western Metal Building at Petco Park. What a day here in downtown San Diego. Blake Snell leading the way, six innings, no runs allowed, 12 strikeouts. And as Jesse said, a combined 17 strikeouts for Padres pitching, a combined shutout as the Rays get just three hits in this game. And the Padres find a way to scratch across two runs in the fifth inning it ends up being enough as the Padres even up this three-game series at a game apiece with the win the Padres improved to 34 and 36 the Rays dropped to 51 and 23 and now it sets up a rubber game of this three-game series tomorrow here in downtown San Diego in front of a crowd here today tremendous 43,180 the 27th sellout already of 2023 and already a new Petco Park record for sellouts in a season. What a day here at Petco Park. Blake Snell added again. He was absolutely terrific. A lot to do on our post-game coverage. We'll hear from Ha-Sung Kim, who started that rally in the fifth inning with a bunt single. We'll also hear from Bob Melvin and much, much more to get to, including our radio highlights, out-of-town scoreboard, and much, much more to come. Again, the final score, Padres 2, Rays nothing. We get it rolling on our post-game show when we come back on the Padres Radio Network. This episode is supported by FX's Clipped. The scandalous story of the 2014 Clippers owner's racist remarks captured on tape and heard around the world. The series charts the tape's impact on a dysfunctional basketball organization striving to win against their reputation as the most cursed team in the league. Starring Lawrence Fishburne, Jackie Weaver, Cleopatra Coleman, and Ed O'Neill. FX's Clipped. Streaming June 4th, only on Hulu. 
Padres win it here today at Petco Park. The final score, the Padres 2 and the Rays nothing as Blake Snell goes six scoreless innings for his third win of the season. Padres find a way to even up this series against the best team in baseball, the Rays team that came in at 51-22, but the Padres will now play a rubber game of this three-game set tomorrow afternoon here in downtown San Diego. Sam Levitt with you on our post-game coverage from inside the lofts here at the Western Metal Building at Petco Park. Plenty of people still here finishing up their beers, playing games of pool. I just had a few fans come up to me during the commercial break. They wanted a photo. They wanted to hold the uh, 97.3 The Fan microphone. It is a party inside the lofts, and why not? A very good win for the San Diego Padres. The seventh shutout win of the season for San Diego. Only the fourth time that Tampa Bay has been shut out this year. The last time it happened was May 29th against the Cubs. So the Padres did something to the Rays against a very, very good Rays offense that has not been done very many times this year. And the Padres, again, improved to 34-36. and 36. Can't improve to 500 this weekend, but they could get back to one game below with a win tomorrow in the rubber game. lot to do on our post-game coverage. We'll hear from Ha-Sung Kim. I went one-on-one with Ha-Sung Kim down on the field. We talked about his bunt to start the rally in the fifth inning. We talked about Blake Snell's performance, this team heading into tomorrow. We'll also hear from Padres manager Bob Melvin coming up in just a little bit. But first, let's break this one down, recap it with our game highlights. Let's go through the biggest moments from today's game with our game highlights. Presented by the new El Cajon Ford Commercial Service Center. Servicing all Fords up to F750s and motorhomes. The two starting pitchers here today, Blake Snell and Zach Eflin, were matching zeros early on. Snell was electric early, striking out the first four batters he faced. Snell struck out eight in the first four innings on 67 pitches, including a strikeout of Manuel Margot in the fourth inning and stranding two on base. In the fifth inning, still a scoreless game. Snell had runners on second and third with two men away, the dangerous Harold Ramirez at the plate. Snell comes set, holds the glove right up around the letters. Two and two to Ramirez. Here's the pitch on the way, and a swing and a miss. Got him to go fishing after a changeup, and now ten strikeouts for Blake Snell. No runs, a hit, and two men left in scoring position. We are midway at Petco Park. No score. Ten strikeouts through five innings for Blake Snell. Meanwhile, Eflin had pitched four scoreless in to the bottom of the fifth, but then it became a bunt-a-palooza in the fifth inning. Hassan Kim bunted, uh, bunted for a hit to start the inning. Trent Grisham then bunted one in the air, but behind the mound where no one could get it, it dropped in. Grisham reached on a hit. Then Fernando Tatis Jr. laid down a sacrifice bunt, moving the runners to second and third. Juan Soto was next. Be nice, don't get me wrong. Here's the 0-1 pitch. Soto swings, muscles it on a line out to center. Siri makes the catch. Kim's tagging. Here comes the throw to the plate. No chance. Padres take the lead on a sack fly by Juan Soto. Padres had a 1-0 lead, scratching across a run. Manny Machado was next as Grisham went to third. Manny swings, hits a slow chopper towards third base. Paredes charges, goes to the glove, bobbles it, bobbles it again. Machado safe in the run, scores. 2-0 San Diego in the bottom of the fifth inning on a bouncing ball that was fielded basically to the left of the mound. So the Padres had a 2-0 lead. That would be ruled an infield single for Manny Machado, an RBI for Manny. It was ruled a hit, 
Padres had a 2-0 lead again. And to recap, the rally went in that fifth inning. A bunt, a bunt, a sack bunt, a sack fly, and a swinging bunt for a single. What a rally for the Padres, but they would take it 2-0 into the sixth inning. Meanwhile, Blake Snell just kept on rolling. He struck out two in the sixth inning, a 1-2-3 frame. All in all for Blake Snell today, six innings, no runs, 12 strikeouts, another tremendous outing. Much more on Blake Snell coming up later. The Padres' bullpen did the rest. Steven Wilson, a 1-2-3 seventh inning, he struck out two. Nick Martinez, a 1-2-3 eighth inning, he struck out a batter. Then it was Josh Hader in the ninth inning trying to protect a two-run lead. He faced Randy Rosarena struck him out. Isaac Paredes lined out to Manny Machado. Great play by Manny for out number two. Taylor Wall singled on a ground ball to Xander Bogarts. That brought the tying run to the plate in Manuel Margot. Josh Hader comes set at the belt. Here's the pitch. And a swing and a miss. Josh Hader strikes out Manuel Margot as the Padres shut out the mighty Tampa Bay Rays. Two to nothing here this afternoon at Petco Park. A 17 strikeout performance by Blake Snell, Stephen Wilson, Nick Martinez, and Josh Hader as the Padres even the series and set up a rubber game here tomorrow afternoon. One of the most impressive wins of 2023 for this Padre team. 17 strikeouts and a combined three-hitter for Snell, Wilson, Martinez, and Hader. And Blake Snell, now in his last five starts, a span of 30 innings, has a 0-6-0 ERA. He was wonderful. Six scoreless innings, a dozen strikeouts for the win. Again, the Padres improved to 34 and 36. Tampa Bay drops to 51 and 23, and it sets up the rubber game of this series tomorrow afternoon. For Tampa Bay, no runs, three hits, one error. For San Diego, two runs, four hits, and no errors. Padres didn't have a lot of offense in this game at all, but you know what? When they pitched the way they did here today, two runs in the fifth inning ended up being enough. Let's go down towards the Padres clubhouse, get some post-game reaction. Let's take a trip down to the Padres Clubhouse and hear from Padres manager Bob Melvin. Presented by Sin Lee Food. Find your next cooking adventure at Sin Lee Food, 4665 El Cajon Boulevard. The Cook's Asian resource. Blake's obviously been really good recently, but did you notice him maybe bringing it a little more facing his former team today? Uh, you know, I, it looks pretty similar, yet I, I don't know how he felt going in. Those things can usually go one way or the other. And it went on the good side today. So I'm guessing, you know, whenever you get go to the place that you came up, there's might be a little something there. But it really, it was the same type of game we've seen been seeing from him recently. What he's done over the past month, and for him to kind of get in this groove where he has in the season compared to seasons past, how big is that for you guys right now? Yeah, I mean, a little early, I don't, maybe than in the past, but um, you know, doing it a little differently now too with the curveball and the changeup, and really can do it behind in the count. You know, it's a different look um, for, for teams, especially the teams that know them a little bit. So a little bit of a hybrid curve through some sliders today, another another good day for his changeup, and a little bit of different mix. But fastball, when the fastball commands there, it sets everything else up. Can you walk us through that fifth inning rally? Kind of How many of those bunts were called? Yeah, we're just going to bunt our way around the field. We weren't squaring them up, so we try something different. How, I mean, is that kind of like given... 
the low scoring nature of the game, how important was it to kind of manufacture what you could in that spot? Yeah, it was because you know you got to have a feel for how things are going. And like I said, you know his sinker and his cutter, and then slows us down and has the curveball. It was really tough to score him up. So, and and then on top of that, there's a ground ball rate involved with him too. So you know he's been really good since he's come up with that cutter. Um, it really just kind of X's the plate. You almost have to pick a side and. You know, he was mixing it up enough to where we were off balance and then the curveball even more so and pitched really well. So just did did a few things differently that inning. How many of those bunts were called? I <laughs> At least one, put it that way. Question? At least one. What did you think of Tatis bunting? Look, I, you know, it, 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 that one wasn't called. But that was more feel, right? So... You know he's got. We've I've said often about his instincts for the game are really good. Um, typically, you're not going to bunt with him in that situation. But man, if you if you don't feel great about a guy and you got some guys coming up behind him like you do and getting them over is important. Now it's it's a situation where he's potentially you know trying to drop it down for a hit as well. And if it doesn't, it moves two guys over in a zero zero game. It's just smart play by him. Shutting out baseball's best team. What kind of feather in the cap is that for your whole pitching staff? Because the bullpen came in behind Blake pretty well. Yeah, our pitching's been really good. So, um, you know, as far as their offensive numbers, it, it's outstanding. We saw it last night. A lot of hard hit balls and homers and so forth. So it all started with Blake. And you know, there's there's, you know, each game has its own personality. But once Blake came out of the game, we felt good about the guys we had available. But it it, it is a tough team to hold down. What did you make in, of the energy in the crowd tonight with the 27 sellout? It seemed like it went up even a notch from kind of some other nights that we've seen. Yeah, you know, we, with a lead at the end, it felt similar to you know, some games here at the end of last season. I mean, they, they get into it, and we feel it. You know, the, the amount of sellouts we've had this year are unbelievable. The support we get from these fans, you know, not only at the ballpark, around the ballpark. You know, it's unlike really anywhere else right now, and a lot of credit to them to keep coming out and supporting us. You know, hopefully we can get on a better run for him and, like today, put on a good show. That was Padres manager Bob Melvin from down by the clubhouse here at Petco Park following this 2-0 win for the Padres over the Tampa Bay Rays. Sam Levitt with you here on our postgame coverage from inside the loft at the Western Metal Building at Petco Park. We heard Bob Melvin there on a number of different topics, including Blake Snell, who was terrific in this game. Six scoreless innings, 12 strikeouts. Again, he has an 0-3 ERA in his last five outings now. And what was interesting today about Blake Snell is he continued to do it like Bob Melvin alluded to a little bit differently than he's done it in the past to look at his pitches here today he threw 46 four seam fastballs 22 change-ups 21 curveballs 13 sliders a grand total of 102 pitches and it's something we talked about in the pregame with Tony we talked about with Bob Melvin in the pregame the fact that Blake is not relying on the slider as much as he has in the past. And he did it again here today, much more reliant on the changeup and the curveball. But you know what? Whatever Blake is doing right now, keep on doing it because he has been simply terrific over the last five starts. He has been uh, really at times it, it's looked like unhittable. I mean, he's been that good. And to do it against his former team, you know today's start uh, meant a lot to Blake Snell. Uh, he, he loves that organization, the Tampa Bay Rays, what they mean to him. I know Jesse and Tony talked about it during in the course of the broadcast and for Snell to go out and do what he did uh, really really impressive 12 strikeouts six scoreless innings 
Walked a few batters, few hits allowed, but at the end of the day, of course, you'll take six scoreless innings from Blake Snell. You heard Bob Melvin talk about the fifth inning, and look, I loved it. Forget about Slam Diego. How about Bunt Diego? I mean, that was really something in the fifth inning. Hassan Kim lays down a bunt. Trent Grisham lays down a bunt. Not a good one. Pops it up over the pitcher's mound into no man's land. Ends up being a base hit. And then how about that? Fernando Tatis Jr., according to Bob Melvin, did not bunt from the dugout. That was not called from the dugout. Fernando did that on his own. Sack bunt. And you know what? Probably one of the few times, the only time this year, you'll see Fernando Tatis Jr. lay down a sacrifice bunt. But in this game, the way it was going, I think you could argue it was the right move and it worked out. And that's really all that matters because Juan Soto hits the sack fly to center. Then Manny Machado has a swinging bunt. There was a bunt of every kind in that fifth inning. Padres take a 2-0 lead. And with the way the Padres pitched here today, both uh, both with Snell and in the bullpen, ended up being plenty. So look, Padres went to small ball in that fifth inning. You're going to have games like that where you got to play that way. And the Padres did it really, really well in that fifth inning. And yes, it was a little bit funny with all the bunts going on. But hey, you got to win games the way you got to win them. And the Padres won it via the bunts here today as they beat the Rays 2-0. Speaking of bunts, we'll talk with Hassan Kim when we come back. He had the bunt single that started that rally in the fifth inning. I talk with Hassan about the bunts and more when we come back. We'll have some post-game reaction from the Rays clubhouse coming up as well. Again, the final score, Padres 2, Rays nothing. We keep it rolling on our post-game show from Petco Park on the Padres Radio Network. Our post-game show continues here on the Padres Radio Network. Final score here today, Padres 2 and the Tampa Bay Rays nothing. Blake Snell, a marvelous outing. Six scoreless innings, he struck out 12. Snell picks up his third win of the year, and the Padres even up this three-game series at a game apiece. Sam Levitt with you on our post-game coverage from inside the loft here at the Western Metal Building at Petco Park on what was a beautiful Saturday afternoon here in downtown San Diego, turning into a very nice Early evening in front of a crowd of 43,180, the 27th sellout already of the season here at Petco Park. That is a new Petco Park record here on June 17th unbelievable what support and the Padres uh, didn't quite put on a show offensively but they got enough two runs in the fifth inning to win it to nothing speaking of that fifth inning the scenario scoreless game Hassan Kim leading off against Zach Eflin to that point Eflin had four scoreless innings under his belt then Hassan Kim came to the plate and Kim laid down a bunt it was a good one down the third base side, a single. That started the rally for the Padres. Trent Grisham bunted, not a good one. Popped it up over the mound, but dropped in no man's land. Grisham was on first base with a bunt single. Then Fernando Tatis Jr., a sacrifice bunt, got Kim to third, Grisham to second. Soto plates Kim with a sack fly, makes it one nothing San Diego. And then Manny Machado with Grisham on third base, a swinging bunt. A single, RBI, Grisham scores, 2-0 San Diego, and what do you know it, the only two runs scored in this game as the Padres win it 2-0. I caught up with Hassan Kim alongside translator Leo Bay right after the game. 
Hassan, your bunt in the fifth inning started the rally. When you came to the plate, what made you think you could get that bunt down successfully? Yeah, I, I thought it was a great, great moment for put down some bunt because I saw third baseman playing, playing deep, and then you know, like I was trying to get on base. I trust my guys behind me, so yeah, and I'm happy to execute it and play perfectly. You played behind Blake Snell. He was terrific once again. Six scoreless innings, 12 strikeouts. Hassan, what did you think about the way Blake pitched? Yeah, Blake's been pitching really well recently, and then yeah, today he showed why he won the Cy Young pitch. He was a former Cy Young pitcher. A chance to win a series tomorrow against a really good Tampa Bay team. Hassan, what will be the biggest key for this team winning tomorrow and then going on a really good run? Yeah, we've been going through a little ups and downs early in the season, but but we've been rolling recently, so we we believe we're gonna take care of the business tomorrow and then start doing it, so like we can finish strong and possibly play the play of the baseball game in fall. That was Ha Sung Kim alongside translator Leo Bay. Thank you to Ha Sung and Leo for joining me right after the game as the Padres win it two to nothing over the Tampa Bay Rays. You heard Ha Sung talk about Blake Snell. Let's tell you about our ace pitcher of the game. Which pitcher was dealing today? Let's find out who's today's ace pitcher of the game brought to you by the grilling store at hillcrest ace hardware from trinker and weber to the big green egg all your grilling and barbecue needs are inside the grilling store at hillcrest ace hardware two balls and two strikes to the tampa bay third baseman snell out of the wine delivers and a swing and a miss for the second consecutive start blake snell has struck out every member of the opposing starting lineup that is his 12th to tie his season high. Blake Snell, our ace pitcher of the game. No doubt about it. Six scoreless innings, two hits allowed, three walks, struck out 12, 102 pitches. Like Jesse said, the second consecutive outing where Snell struck out every batter in the lineup, in the starting lineup on Sunday. It was Colorado. Here today, it was Tampa Bay. And the second consecutive start that Blake Snell had 12 strikeouts. He now has an 0-3 ERA in his last, or excuse me, 0-6 ERA in his last five starts. Two earned runs allowed in 30 innings in the last five starts. He has been absolutely electric, dominant, whatever adjective you want to use. Blake Snell has been locked in. And here today, I'm sure it felt good to do it against his former team. 
Speaking of his former team, a guy who knows Blake Snell very, very well is former manager Kevin Cash, Tampa Bay manager. We heard from Kevin Cash about Blake Snell both yesterday and today in the pregame show. We know Kevin Cash has a lot of respect for Snell, what he did in Tampa Bay. Let's hear from the Tampa Bay manager after today's game. Really well. Fortunately for us, or most of us, I've seen Blake really good. Uh, that was a really strong outing. He had everything going. I mean, from the first inning, just the stuff and the strike throwing, um, kind of had that feeling like, uh-oh. Like, and he backed it up for his six innings of work. When you, I mean, you, your lineup is a pretty good fastball hitting lineup. Yeah. He's blowing them past them. Yeah. He's amped up. I don't know if he's amped up. We've seen Blake throw 96, 98 a lot. Uh, I think that the where he was throwing it, for the most part, it was top-of-the-zone fastballs. There are not many hitters in baseball that can handle that. And then the complimentary, the change-ups, where right. you have to respect you have to honor it, and he threw all of them for strikes. Every off-speed pitch, it seemed like he was placing where he needed to. It was just a really good performance by Blake. Eflin was good, too. Eflin was awesome. Uh, felt bad that that one inning, I mean, let me know when the last time the Padres attempted four bunts in one inning uh but it worked uh you know grissom got the ball down frankie made a nice or found a hole with the bunt frankie made a nice play on tatis um you know ideally Jose maybe throws the ball to third base and prevents the guy from going to third and we're looking at maybe a one-run game um but i couldn't have been more impressed with the way zach threw the ball what happened with parades on that play just couldn't get the ball just couldn't get a grip on it coming in Felt like, you know, looked originally like he secured it pretty well, then he went to dig it out and couldn't, couldn't get his hand on it. you have a starter for uh, I don't. I'll let you know in one sec. Okay. Likely Torino's. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. All right, that was Kevin Cash, Tampa Bay manager, after this game here today. You heard uh, Kevin Cash say that he does not uh, or he he did not have a starter uh, right there. But I was just told, we got some information here from uh, uh, PR, that uh, it will be right-hander Yoni Chirinos uh, on the mound for Tampa Bay tomorrow. So Chirinos, a right-hander on the mound for Tampa Bay, he will go up against right-hander Joe Musgrove on the mound for San Diego. So there's an update for you there. And we heard Kevin Cash talk about Blake Snell. And look, Snell, uh, you heard Cash talk about it really from the beginning. I think uh, Kevin Cash said that uh, early on uh, the Rays were were sort of thinking they're uh uh-oh because, well, Blake Snell came out firing. He struck out the side in the first inning, struck out the first four of the game, and you did feel like right from the opening inning, like Blake had that really, really, really good stuff. And he was great once again here know all about that and credit to Blake Snell you know there were uh, probably emotions going into this start facing uh, his former team his former manager a team that he had a lot of success with and he was outstanding six scoreless innings and he struck out 12 still a lot to do on our post game show we heard about that fifth inning we're going to hear from Zach Eflin Tampa Bay Rays starting pitcher uh, when we come back I understand he talked a little bit about that fifth inning all the bunts the Padres laid down so we'll hear from Eflin on the other side of this break we'll also take your phone calls if you were at the game here today i want to hear from you 833-288-0973 again the phone number 833-288-0973 the number to call if you were here you were part of a record-setting crowd here at petco park the 27th sellout of the season here in san diego a new 
Petco Park record, 43,000-plus in the building. What did you think about this game? What was it like being in the crowd? What was it like on this beautiful Saturday afternoon? Let me know. And if you weren't here, well, you can call in, too. If you want to get involved on social media, you can do that, as always. Tweet at me at 973thefansd, or on my Twitter, Sammy Lev, S-A-M-M-Y-L-E-V, or on Instagram, DMs are open, Sammy Lev, S-A-M-M-Y-L-E-V. Let me know what you thought about the game. I might just interact with your tweet or your DM here on the air. Final score, Padres 2, Rays nothing. Post-game show continues when we come back on the Padres Radio Network. We are live here at Petco Park. The final score here today, the Padres 2 and the Rays nothing as the Padres... Sam Levitt with you on our post-game coverage from inside the lofts here at the Western Metal Building at Petco Park as the Padres will play the rubber game of this series tomorrow at 1.10 p.m. Joe Musgrove on the mound for the Padres tomorrow. More on that game coming up a little bit later. Still a lot to do on our post-game coverage. We'll have the full out-of-town scoreboard for you. We'll also hear from Rays starting pitcher Zach Eflin in just a moment. Very interested to hear what Zach Eflin has to say after this game. And we'll also Take some of your phone calls coming up in just a little bit. 833-288-0973, the phone number. Again, 833-288-0973, the phone number to call. If you want to get involved, let me know what you thought about this game. Especially, would love to hear from you if you were part of the crowd here today. Great one, 43,000-plus in the building. 27th sellout of the season here at Petco Park, a new Petco Park record on June 17th. I mean, that is unbelievable. Congratulations to, to everybody involved uh, with the Padres and you fans out there. I tweeted it earlier. I mean, it's San Diego, a special baseball town, and that is tremendous. 27 sellouts already, a new record. It is mid-June. I mean, there are probably going to be 40-plus sellouts here or more. I mean, it's just uh, been marvelous, and uh, you'd imagine uh, uh, more sellouts to come, especially if the Padres uh, win a lot of games this summer as the Padres again improved to 34-36. and 36. Rays dropped to 51-23. and 23. Let's hear from Zach Eflin, Rays starter after this game, because you look at the outing for Zach Eflin. He was really good. I mean, look at his outing. Six innings, two earned runs given up, three hits allowed, Four scoreless innings to begin the game, and then the fifth inning where it was just wacky. The bunts by the Padres, Kim, Grisham, Tatis, Manny Machado, a swinging bunt, and the Padres found a way to scratch across two runs and win the game 2-0. Here was Zach Eflin inside the Rays clubhouse after the game. How did you feel on Thursday? Felt really good. Um, felt like I was commanding zone um, fairly decently, putting away guys when I needed to. Um, hit some balls hard, but they were right at some guys, which was mm-hmm. nice. Um, but ultimately, I felt like it was a good rebound for me. How surprised you in the fifth inning when they're going for four straight bumps? Yeah, it caught me off guard. Probably caught everybody off guard. Um, you know, the first one was Kim, and it was just a great punt. Mm-hmm. second one was Grisham's, and it was just an absolutely terrible punt that mm-hmm. found the middle of the ocean behind me. Um, and then a $300 million player coming up and, and bunting when he's already hit the ball hard twice off me. So um, it's part of the game, you know. Um, they needed to get something going, and they did. Ended up scoring, and um, that's really all they needed. I know you're not facing him, but what did you see from Blake Snell today? I mean, he looked pretty electric from, from where I was sitting. Um, 
you know, he's, he's been doing that for a long time. Um, so move on, get him more. Zaplin from inside the Rays clubhouse after this game. Definitely not sounding too happy about uh, the bunts in the fifth inning. But, hey, if you're the Padres, you have to find a way to uh, get a run any way you can get it in a game like this. And, uh, look, Fernando Tatis Jr. laying down the sack bunt. I was surprised, but you know what? Fernando, a winning type of player, made a winning play because it ended up being a really critical moment in this game. Moments later, Juan Soto gives the Padres a one nothing lead. Manny Machado gets... Uh, a little bit fortunate with the swinging bunt ends up being an RBI infield single but hey Padres will take it sometimes you got to score that way and uh, all in all look it was a good outing for Zach Eflin those were the only two runs he gave up three hits total but on the uh, losing end here today drops to eight and three on the year we'll get to some of your phone calls here in a moment first let's tell you about our relief pitcher of the game which pitcher was able to come in and slam the door shut? It's time for the relief pitcher of the game in support of the Jacobs and Cushman San Diego Food Bank, providing food assistance to local children, families, and seniors in need. To get help or give help, visit sandiegofoodbank.org. Josh Hader comes set at the belt. Here's the pitch, and a swing and a miss. Josh Hader strikes out Manuel Margot as the Padres shut out the mighty Tampa Bay Rays. Two to nothing here this afternoon at Petco Park. A 17 strikeout performance by Blake Snell, Stephen Wilson, Nick Martinez, and Josh Hader as the Padres even the series and set up a rubber game here tomorrow afternoon. One of the most impressive wins of 2023 for this Padre team. Josh Hader, our relief pitcher of the game, picks up his 17th save of the season. Couple of strikeouts, number 16 and 17 for the Padres pitching staff today. And Josh Hader, again, lowers his ERA to 1-3-2 on the season. And if we're being honest, it really could have been any of the three relievers that appeared in this game for the Padres, Stephen Wilson, a 1-2-3-7th inning, struck out two. Nick Martinez, a 1-2-3-8th inning, struck out one. But you know what? A game like this... When you have the tying run at the plate in the ninth inning against this Tampa Bay lineup, give it to Josh Hader, the closer, his 17th save of the season. We'll have our player of the game, play of the game, all that good stuff still to come here on the Padres Radio Network, but I do want to get to some of your phone calls. Again, the number, call me, 833-288-0973. Again, the phone number, 833-288-0973. Let's go to Dave, who was at the game today, I understand, and calling uh, on the way home from Petco Park. Hi, Dave. Dave, you there? Hello, Dave. All right, I think, uh, Dave, you got to uh, pay attention. We were ready for you. All right, so we'll get to some more of your phone calls coming up in just a little bit. Not a great start for the phone calls. Come on. Dave, if you're listening, call back. We'll uh, we'll still take you here on the post-game show today. Let's tell you about our player of the game. Which player had the biggest impact on today's game? Let's find out who is today's player of the game. Presented by Valley View Casino and Hotel. Catch every game at Patties and Pints. Plus, enjoy $4 beer every Thursday. Visit valleyviewcasino.com today. Now stares in, gets the sign. And now the 0-2 to Ramirez. Swung on and missed strike three. It was a slider at 91. And Blake Snell strikes out the side 1-2-3 here in the top of the first inning. 
Blake Snell, our player of the game here today. Again, six scoreless innings, 12 strikeouts. That was Snell striking out the side in the very opening frame. He came out firing, struck out Diaz, Franco, and Ramirez to start the game. And then Rosarena to begin the second inning. So four consecutive strikeouts to begin his outing. He was wonderful in this one. Six scoreless innings, two hits, three walks, 12 strikeouts, 102 pitches for Blake Snell. No doubt here today, our player of the game. And again, we talked about it earlier when we heard from Bob Melvin, and Bob Melvin alluded to it, but what has been really interesting to watch with Blake Snell, the way he's going about his work as of late as far as his pitch mix. And look, the results have been terrific. He's got an 06 OERA in his last five outings, a span now of 30 innings. I mean, look, I was thinking it, and I think I said it to somebody in the press box earlier, but when Blake is at his best and he's locked in and he's locating and he's striking guys out i mean he is so fun to watch he is so dominant i mean he can be as dominant as anybody and we have seen that these last five outings especially the last two against colorado and tampa bay here today the four seam fastball today 45 percent change up 22 percent curveball 21 percent slider 13 percent this is the third consecutive outing where he's used the slider quite a bit less than the changeup and the curveball. And it's something we talked about with Bob Melvin in the pregame, with Tony in the pregame, that it's been a, a a different kind of Blake Snell lately where he's relying on that changeup and curveball a lot more than the slider. And you know what? It's working for him. And uh, he's been adaptable. I just, I'm really impressed with Blake Snell right now. I'm, I'm impressed by the results of what he's doing and the success he's having. But I'm also really impressed by the way he's doing it, not relying on that slider, which you know, has been a really important pitch for him in the past. And look, he's he's still throwing it. He threw 13 today out of 102 pitches, but he's relying more on the change, more on the curveball. And look, whatever he's doing, it's working. So uh, Blake Snell against his former team, a team that he pitched in the World Series with, a team where he won a uh, Cy Young in 2018. He did it today against his former team. Six shutout innings, 12 strikeouts for Blake Snell. We'll step aside here on the Padres Radio Network. We'll come back, our play of the game, out-of-town scoreboard, and uh, we will also have phone calls. Uh, again, uh, call us, 833-288-0973. Phone number to call, 833-288-0973. If you were at the game here today, would love to hear from you. A tremendous crowd, good win for the Padres here today. We'll continue to talk about it when we come back on the Padres Radio Network. Final score here at Petco Park today, Padres 2 and the Royals nothing. Sam Levitt with you on our post-game coverage from inside the loft here at Petco Park as the Padres even up this three-game series at a game apiece. A lot to do still on our post-game show. We'll take a look at the out-of-town scoreboard coming up in just a little bit. Also give you our play of the game as we continue to discuss this game here today. Padres win it 2-0. A lot of small ball in the fifth inning. Snell was wonderful. Six shutout innings, 12 strikeouts. And so the Padres get a very nice win uh, to even up this series. And now the rubber game of this three-game set against the best team in baseball, the Rays, sitting at 51-23 and after today's defeat. Rubber game. 
game of this series tomorrow. We'll talk more about that game coming up in just a little bit. Again, we're taking your phone calls, 833-288-0973, the phone number, 833-288-0973. If you want to get involved on social media, you can do that as well. Tweet at me at 973thefansd, or on my Twitter, Sammy Lev, S-A-M-M-Y-L-E-V, or on Instagram, DMs are open, Sammy Lev, S-A-M-M-Y-L-E-V. Let me know what you thought about this game. What would you think about Blake Snell, the way the Padres did things in that fifth inning? Would love to hear from you. Let's lead things off on the phones today with Elliot, who's calling in from Carlsbad. Hi, Elliot. Welcome to the postgame show on the Padres Radio Network with Sam Levitt. How are you? Good. Um, You may recognize me from earlier. I stopped by during the pregame show. (laughs) Hey, Elliot. Good to uh, have you here earlier. Thanks so much for stopping by. Yeah, uh, I just really was almost kind of astounded, but also kind of not really because I kind of expected it from Blake Snell's performance this game. Yeah, look, um, uh, he's been he's been great as of late, Elliot. I'm with you. So, look, I, I wasn't surprised either. Uh, he was terrific once again, but you know what? It's uh, lately what you come to expect from Blake Snell. Yeah, it's just amazing. After uh, – attending all three of the wins that we have with him so far, I'd say this is definitely one of the best we've had so far. And it's mm-hmm. just amazing because a lot of the times he has a really good start and then we aren't able to keep it up with our relief pitchers. But this time we, we, we really did it with the relievers and uh, Martinez and dang it, I forgot the other one already. But uh, they did amazing. Uh, Wilson, they did amazing today. Yeah, Elliot, uh, for sure. Look, you're, you're right on both points. Number one, Blake is not somebody who's got a lot of run support this year. And if you want to go back to the bullpen, I mean, today they were great. But no doubt Sunday in Colorado, uh, bullpen could not back them up. So, Elliot, good points. Uh, you're going to take my job one day, Elliot. You're uh, making good points. Thanks for yeah. stopping by earlier. Good to see you. And uh, have a safe drive home, okay? Okay, bye. All right, Elliot calling in. I got a chance to meet Elliot earlier today here inside the loft. Uh, Nice uh, young man and uh, good points there. Hey, uh, he said it, Blake Snell, very good in this game, and the bullpen did a good job backing him up between Wilson, Martinez, and Hayter. Three scoreless innings. Hayter picking up save number 17 on the season. Again, phone number to call if you want to get involved, 833-288-0973. Let's take a look at who went deep today around the majors. Which players went deep tonight? This is our MLB Home Run Tally, presented by Mr. Moto Pizza, bringing back the old New York pizzeria experience with fresh, funky, thin crest gourmet pies and the original stuffed knots. With eight locations in San Diego, find your favorite at MrMotoPizza.com. We take a look at who went deep today around the major leagues. A number of players to get to. I think we have mostly everybody on the list right now. For Atlanta, four home runs, one by Matt Olson, his 20th, one by Ozzie Albies, his 16th, one by Eddie Rosario, and one by Orlando Arcia. For the Orioles, Adley Rutschman hit his 10th home run. For the White Sox, Eloy Jimenez, his 8th. For Cincinnati, Jonathan India, his 9th. For Colorado, Mike Moustak is a home run. For Houston, Yanier Diaz hit a home run. Jose Altuve also had one his third. For Kansas City, MJ Melendez his sixth. For the Angels, Brandon Drury 
had two home runs, number 11 and 12 for Drury. Taylor Ward is ninth, and Shohei Otani is 23rd. He is the new major league leader, passing Pete Alonso now. Shohei Otani, what an amazing player, 23 home runs to lead the majors. For the Brewers, Joey Weimer is 10th, Blake Perkins is 2nd. For the Mets today, Brandon Nimmo is 7th, Luis Guillorme hit his first of the season. For Oakland, Carlos Perez is 4th. For the Giants, Lamont Wade Jr. is 9th, J.D. Davis number 10. For Seattle, J.P. Crawford is 4th. For St. Louis, Paul Goldschmidt, Jordan Walker both went deep, the 12th home run of the season for Goldschmidt. For the Rangers, Josh Young is 14th, Jonah Heim is 8th, Corey Seager is 10th, and for Toronto, Dalton Varsho is 12th home run. And that's a look at the home run tally. Plenty of long balls today around the major leagues. We told you about the home runs. Now let's take a look at the out-of-town scoreboard. Let's go around Major League Baseball and take a look at the scores you need to know from across the country. This is the Out of Town Scoreboard presented by Jensen Meat, where great taste meets integrity. Locally produced in San Diego since 1958. We have a couple of games going on right now, both in the National League West. The Giants beating up on the Dodgers in L.A. 9-0 in the sixth inning, so that's good news if you're a Padres fan. The other good news, the Guardians beating the Diamondbacks 1-0 in Arizona in the second. So, if, well, you would assume the Giants will hang on 9-0 over L.A. If the Guardians win that game over Arizona, Padres would pick up a game today on both L.A. and Arizona. Twins beat the Tigers earlier today 2-0 in Minnesota. Cubs over the Orioles 3-2 in Chicago. Marlins beat the Nationals 5-2 in Washington, D.C. Rangers beat the Blue Jays 4-2 in Arlington. Phillies beat the A's in Oakland 3-2. The Royals beat the Angels 10-9 in Kansas City earlier today. Samad Taylor, his first major league hit, a walk-off base hit in the bottom of the ninth inning for Kansas City. Quite the ending in KC today. White Sox beat the Mariners in Seattle 4-3 in 11. Reds beat the Astros 10-3 in Houston earlier today. Like we said, Jonathan India, a home run in that game. Braves beat the Rockies 10-2 in Atlanta. Brewers beat the Pirates 5-0 in Milwaukee. Joey Weimer, a two-run home run in that one for the Brew Crew. Cardinals beat the Mets in New York 5-3. Like we said, Paul Goldschmidt, a two-run home run in that game. And we did have one postponement today. The Yankees and the Red Sox were postponed due to rain in Boston at Fenway Park. They will make that up as part of a doubleheader tomorrow. And that's a look at the out-of-town scoreboard on this Saturday. Again, the final score here at Petco Park. Padres 2 and the Rays nothing. Let's tell you about our play of the game. What was the crucial play that helped decide the outcome of today's game? This is the play of the game. Presented by Bill Howe Plumbing, Heating and Air, Flood and Restoration. Because we know how. Nice, don't get me wrong. Here's the 0-1 pitch. Soto swings, muscles it on a line out to center. Siri makes the catch. Kim's tagging. Here comes the throw to the plate. No chance. Padres take the lead on a sack fly by Juan Soto. That was our play of the game. Juan Soto, the sack fly in the fifth inning, gave the Padres a 1-0 lead. They would never look back in this game after that. They got one more on the swinging bunt by Manny Machado. RBI infield single made it 2-0. That was it. Padres go on to win by that final score. So that Soto sack fly to get that first run across, 
that's our play of the game. Not every day we have a sack fly as play of the game, but that's what we have in this one uh, here today. And look, it was very, very impressive what the Padres did in the fifth inning, playing small ball. And like Kevin Cash, Rays manager, said after the game, not very often you're going to see the Padres bunt three, four times uh, in a single inning. But that's what they did in the fifth inning. The bunt by Kim Grisham, not a good bunt, over the mound, in the air, but... Fell into no man's land. Got lucky. He reached. And then the sack bunt by Fernando Tatis Jr. Might be the only sack bunt we see Fernando put down all year. And then Soto, sack fly, scores Kim. Moments later, swinging bunt by Manny Machado, scores Grisham. Just like that, 2-0. Padres go on to win by that final score on a day where their pitching staff was terrific. 17 strikeouts, no runs given up combined between Blake Snell, Stephen Wilson, Nick Martinez, and Josh Hader. So, You know, look, uh, you have to find ways to win games in different ways, and especially when you're playing a team like the Rays. They are so good. They are so dangerous. You don't complain when you win a game against them. Anyway, you got to get it done. And the Padres used great dominant starting pitching here today in small ball. Hey, if you're a small ball fan, you're uh, one of those people who call the station wanting the Padres to play more small ball, bunt more. We've had those calls in the postgame show this year. Hey, you got your wish here today. Small ball in the fifth inning and directly led to a Padres win. So if you're a fan of sacrifice bunning and small ball, this win was for you. A good 2 nothing win for the Padres in the middle game of this three-game series. It sets up the rubber game of this series tomorrow. First pitch tomorrow at 1.10 p.m. EcoWater SoCal Padres pregame show begins at 12.10. Right-hander Yoni Torino on the mound for Tampa Bay. San Diego zone, right-hander Joe Musgrove on the mound for San Diego. So that's our pitching matchup in the rubber game of this three-game set. Again, first pitch tomorrow at 1.10, and our pregame coverage from Petco Park will begin at 12.10. Looking at the final totals in this game here today. For the Padres, two runs, four hits, no errors. They left on six. And for the Rays, no runs, three hits, one error. They left on seven. Winning pitcher Blake Snell, who improves to three and six. Losing pitcher Zach Eflin, who drops to eight and three. And the save goes to Josh Hader, number 17 on the season. Time of game, two hours and 24 minutes. And the crowd here at Petco Park. The 27th sellout of the season. A new Petco Park record set on June 17th. Amazing. 43,180. Again, the 27th sellout in just 36 openings. To all the fans out there, thank you. You have been awesome. And the Padres are going to crush uh, this Petco Park record here in 2023. Already 27 sellouts You bring it each and every night. Padres gave you some things to cheer about in this game. The pitching certainly did. Padres got a 2-0 win. And uh, just a a shout-out to the fans, everybody who shows up here and who comes to say hello to me inside the Western Metal Building. It's so great seeing each and every one of you uh, every single night here at Petco Park. And and just again, I mean, um, you know, for somebody like me that spends a A number of years in the minor leagues and, you know, uh, gets the privilege of coming to a big league ballpark now uh, to see this place filled up. It is truly special, and I mean it when I say it. San Diego is a special baseball town, and uh, you all make it feel that way each and every night here at Petco Park. Tremendous crowd again, 43,180. 
If you missed any of our post-game show, you can catch up on the Inside San Diego Baseball podcast available on the Odyssey app or wherever you find your podcasts. For our great studio coordinator today, Nick Tanucci, I'm Sam Levitt saying so long from Petco Park. Again, the final score, the San Diego Padres 2 and the Tampa Bay Rays nothing. We'll talk to you tomorrow on the Padres Radio Network.